Hello there. You're listening to Write Me Dirty, the podcast where two celebrity friends write kinky stories about each other. Are you ready to head in? And out? And in? And out? And in? And out? Okay, promise we'll still be friends at the end. Once upon a time, two close friends came into a studio to get even closer. Hi, I'm celebrated comedian Sophie Duca, and I have known Olga Cox since we both competed in a comedy competition. We have never written, I think it's fair to say, such extended erotic fiction about each other. Yeah, we usually keep it quite short. Yeah, haikus... I love to write stickers about Olga's quip. <laughs> <laughs> but we've never um, done... I don't like calling it the nasty. But boy, have we thought about it. We've thought about it. Have you now? Well, let's get to it. Okay, this is a story that's not going to paint me in a good light. I think this is uh, arguably top 10 worst things I've ever done, if not top five worst things I've ever done. E, very early in my bisexual career, um, I knew that I had urges. Congrats on your recent promotion. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I had <Hey-ho>. okay. <laughs> urges to, to make love to women, but I didn't really know what I was doing. And so one of the times that I decided to buy the bullet... <laughs> <laughs> to have sex with a lady. I brought a girl home. We were, it's getting hot and heavy. We got completely naked. And then I got so scared that I pretended to fall asleep. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and then she was just kind of like, huh? Okay, what was happening? I was terrified. And I didn't know I didn't know how to tell her that I was scared because I was like all bravado up until that point. So I was like, yeah, we're going over to mine. We're taking over our clothes, taking off our clothes. And then I was so scared, Sophie. I was terrified. I haven't told this story in, I want to say like seven years. I feel terrible. And then she just like, I heard her leave. <gasps> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So you pretended to be asleep. Yeah, while she I played dead like a dog. <laughs> got dressed. <laughs> Left your flat. Yeah. And you're just, what, how, can you pretend to be asleep right now? <laughs> that's hot, that's hot, that's hot. Yeah. Wow. What, what, at what point in the coitus did you pretend to be asleep? Were you face, were you face to face? I think, of- I think when the boob portion was over and it was time for genital play. Wow. I was scared. It was like, I think the first time ever. And I had, I had just met this girl on an app. If she's listening, I just want you to know I am so sorry. I think about it all the time. I think you're wonderful and great. Yeah. No, that's that's the worst thing that, that <laughs> anyone's ever told me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I've had sex on a hob. What? Was the hob on? The hob was not on, but it, it could have turned on. I think what should we Electric should... or gas? Electric. So not classy. Induction would have been, I think, more dangerous, but kind of like more futuristic. It was definitely an electric hob. Okay. Plates. Okay. Hot plates. Um, this is while I was at university. What what's the material made out of? Can you are you slipping and sliding? Um, so like the the like the plates are sort of like raised up. So they're made of I don't know what the material would oh, be. Oh, I yeah, yeah, I know yeah. what you're it's talking like about. It's like a sort of like uh electronic yeah. areola. <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah, I was sitting on that, my legs up in the air. Yeah. Uh being fucked on a hob. Uh, a hob knob when he goes down and you on a hob. Way. There we go. Love that. I almost had sex in a zip car van once. You know this story. I know this story. It's. I, I think it's one of my greats. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Um, I've told this story before. I'll keep telling it until I die. I was oh, on a sponsorship. <laughs> one day, fingers crossed. So one day I was. Um, keep it 
zipped. Hey! hey! Walking through the streets of Islington, making out against different surfaces, walls, cars, and then mm-hmm. we find ourselves making out against a van. What kind of van is it? It's a Zipcar van. And famously, anyone can download the Zipcar app and rent a car right off the street, which is what we did with that van. Wow. And so within, I want to say, a minute of seeing the van, we were inside the van. <laughs> But the, the 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 idea of it is very, like, sexy, very bang bus. Mm. But the reality of it, it's freezing and covered in, like, metal and wood. So you're just trying to, like, not get splinters Ooh. in your dick. Um, I would imagine. The first thing I was turned on by Tell was me. the Bible. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of sex in the Bible. There's a lot of sex in the Bible. But by the Bible, I mean not the Bible in its original... <laughs> It's original format. I think its original format was stone tablets. Right. At least partially. Not in the uh, ink and paper format. I used to watch a lot of Bible films. Okay. When I was um, growing up. And I felt like there was always like a moment of sexual tension in them. Between like Moses and one of his wives. Just one. Just one, of, <laughs> just, just one wife. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I used to... I, that was the first thing that turned me on, I think. Watching a Bible film. Imagine be immaculately conceiving from a Bible film. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Do you remember specifically any moments? I think people were wandering through the desert. The desert is a a, a hot place, literally and figuratively. Mm, people are sweating. People are sweating. People are tablets are taking their clothes off. Mm. Well, not in Bible films. People generally clothes, scarves, shawls. But have you ever seen Jesus crucified? Yes. He's not wearing much. No. No, he's not. I think he's I think he's too much of a soft boy for me. Okay, that's fair. I know, you know, Mary Magdalene, we don't know what happened there, but I think he's so giving. He's so giving of himself for your pleasure. I think there's going to be a lot of toxic. Also, his friends are around all the time. Yeah. Can we have some alone time? No. <laughs> I got to go hang with the boys. <laughs> Can I hang with the boys? I have supper with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's a last supper with the boys. <laughs> thing I was turned on by. Yes. Probably like Peter Pan or some shit. Peter Pan. Sorry. He's Peter a Peter Pan boy. looks like an East London lesbian. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Peter Pan is a child. So was I. Fair. Fair. I think I, you know me, and I am terrified of masculine men. So the less threatening a man, the more attractive he is to me. Peter Pan does fit that mold. Yeah. Is um, Robin Hood too masculine for you? Because I yeah. feel like he's the classic, really... Too he's mask. a bit roguish. Too mask. I feel like he would like make fun of me and I don't like that because oh. he's like playful. Even Peter Pan is like on the bo- border. Impish, yeah. On the border of impish and impish in a way that it's like, oh, are you going to make me feel like a fool because I don't like that. Look what he did to Wendy. He pranked her? He, yeah, with yeah, his I've, shadow. Oh, yeah. yeah. I live in constant fear of being pranked. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Thank goodness this podcast is a safe space and on that note, time for the ultimate intimate act of friendship. How did you find writing uh, erotic fan fiction about me? I found it quite stressful to write erotic fan fiction about you because you're such a sexual person. Me? <laughs> me, says the adult in the Dollywood cap. <laughs> I, yeah, I think you're a really sexual person and I think a lot of people think you're sexy. So it's quite hard to not, like, not have a hackneyed take on the Olga Cock fantasy. This and is because, I, because I'm an artist, first and foremost, because I've been in the streets writing fan fiction for you over really, a decade. You really, really have. You really have. Um, I was like, I have to bring a fresh take to 
the people old expect of you. People expect something different from me. I have to add something to the canon. I'm just not, I'm not throwing, you know. Yeah. So uh, I found it stressful. I also found it stress. I found it stressful because you're a sexual high status person. I also found it stressful because we are friends who have never flirted. Mm-hmm. So because we're friends that are never flirted, I was like, I don't know exactly what it would be like. And for that reason, I made, I, I think you'll see very particular choices in how I framed the fic. How did you find it? I'm very excited to hear it. I genuinely, it flew out of me. It flowed out of me. Oh, wow. It flewed out of me. I sat down to write it, and then I blacked out, and then I opened my eyes, and it was written. And I (laughs) did not put one joke in it. It was all completely earnest. And it made me question how I feel about you. And then I was texting texting you later, and I genuinely started blushing because I was like, <laughs> oh, my, oh God, my God, what if she knows? So, yeah, it made me feel <clears throat> very conflicted about our friendship. I love this. I'm really I excited. love this. I think I've dodged this bullet. I've Yeah, I think I've been more cowardly in my approach to my fic than you. <laughs> I haven't gone in on, yeah. Can I go first? Because I'm I, you're so good at fan fiction that I don't want to follow you. Is that fair? I I think I think that your fic will probably be better. I don't think so. <gasps> okay, I'm, I'm <clears throat> so excited. I don't think I've ever been this nervous. But also, this is a real full circle moment for for me. I've <laughs> written writing. so many words. The word count of my erotic fan fiction, <laughs> and finally, someone's writing it about me. Yes, I'm actually really really nervous. What if you Thank hate you. it? Oh my god, I won't. Okay, promise myself be friends at the end. Please read the first. <laughs> It's also so cringingly earnest that I'm, I'm, that I'm really is, doubting myself. I think myself. that's all the best fan fiction okay. is cringingly earnest. Okay. I gasp and open my eyes to find myself running through the corridors of a futuristic space station. <laughs> think Star Wars, Solaris, or those tunnels and spy kids. Where am I running? Who am I running away from? And more importantly, where is Sophie? <laughs> oh my God, this is such an amazing introduction to a fic oh my god i'm sorry i'm breathless listening to it (laughs) we haven't even gotten to anything i turn around to see a group of masked guards chasing me it doesn't look good i sprint through the unending and repetitive maze of the space station tunnels thin streams of sweat drip down between my breasts and down to my belly button the adrenaline prevents me from getting tired the desperate need to find sophie prevents me from ever stopping wow I take a few sharp turns and lose the guards, but I know it's not for long. There has to be a door somewhere, anywhere. I run my palms along the wall in search of a hidden entryway. A thin line that looks like a seam turns out to be an outline of a door. Bingo. One forceful push, and I'm inside a giant, dimly lit warehouse. It's freezing. I'm covered in sweat, but now also in goosebumps. My nipples harden and rub against my tight ripped tank top. Yes! I can't believe I wrote it. Yes, 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 yes. This is, oh God, I think I'm gonna vomit. Inside the warehouse, there are giant servers as far as the eye can see. Enough computing power to service an entire continent. Can I just say that you are the only person, I can't visualize a server. (laughs) It could be like, like imagine like a, a, like just like a, 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 a block. I'm imagining minions. Yeah, 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 yeah. minions, minions, but they're but they're okay. Yeah, imagine a room. No one's legs. Legless, legless minions. Legless minions. As far as the eye can see. Okay. (laughs) Enough computing power to service an entire continent. They stand in mesmerizing rows, blinking in unison. Giant blocks of dark metal. I wander between... Wander? 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 I think it's wander. Wander. <laughs> I've never, I don't think I've ever I, said I that wander? word out loud. I wander? 
It's one, yeah, wonder. I wander. I wander between them until, wander? <laughs> Why did I write this word? I walk between them <laughs> until I see a block unlike any other. On a podium, amongst the blinking servers, stands a giant block made of ice. And inside that block is Sophie. <laughs> oh my God. You Austin Powers me. I don't know how we're going to... Are you going to chisel me out? Are you going to piss on the block? I hate being cold. Stop coming up with better ideas. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Heavy fiber octave cables stretch out from the ice cube in every direction. Sophie is powering the entire space station. <laughs> I I'm not clear on the science behind yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. going to okay. lie. I realize that I don't have much time. I need to save her before the guards find us and before, God forbid, Sophie freezes to death. Wow. Panicked, I run around feverishly trying to find anything to crack the ice with. I see a computer monitor powering one of the servers. I grab it and throw it at the bottom of the ice block, careful not to hurt Sophie. I can't help but let out a moan as I throw the monitor, like a tennis player committing to an especially straining backhand. Yeah. As the monitor lands, it cracks the ice and a big chunk of it lands on the floor, breaking into a million little pieces. This might just work. I keep throwing the monitor again and again. There might be less eyes, but Sophie is still encased and throwing the monitor once more is too dangerous because it might hit Sophie. The room is too cold for the rest of it to ever melt and it's not like there's time to wait even if it did. There's only one thing left to do. I have to melt the ice myself. This is incredible. This is incredible. I'm so riveted. Also, I also love how it's like the POV is that everyone listening gets to imagine that it's them as well. You've written like a a great POV POV fic. Are you are you invested in the story? I just keep saying it's Sophie. Yeah, no, I know, but it could be another Sophie. (laughs) Someone else is in the ice. Yeah, someone else called Sophie. Okay, Alex Baxter. Why not? I climb onto the platform and get as close to Sophie as I can. We're facing each other, our entire bodies mirrored perfectly, nearly touching, if not for the layer of ice keeping us apart. I gently, I can't, I gently run my warm palms down the length of her body. The frost on the ice melts off from the heat of my hands to reveal a clearer image of Sophie. Her (laughs) eyes are closed and her breasts are perfectly frozen in place. She looks like a spectacular statue. I take a second to take her in, but snap out of it quickly. The clock is ticking! I start rubbing my entire body on the ice encasing Sophie. When I realize that it's not working fast enough, I throw my tank top off and quickly shed my shorts. The more body heat surface area I can provide, the quicker I can melt the ice. It's just science. It's just science. I keep grinding against the ice, pressing my naked body against every curb. Ooh. Is this... Are we still going to be friends? No, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's keep going. Wow. Wow. The ice keeps melting in slippery streams against my frame. Sophie is getting closer and closer, but the ice still isn't melting fast enough. I have to start breathing on it, letting out fast, hot, rhythmic breath. <laughs> I start with her feet and methodically work my way up to her face. Her face is so close. I need to release it. I start breathing all over it. My breath's heavy and warm. As I get closer to her perfect frozen lips, I get desperate. I know my breath is not enough. I wet my lips and get my tongue out for one hot lick. 
guys, I can't. This is, wow. This is, so, this is incredible. This is incredible. One hot lick. One hot lick. It's three one. different sentences as well. <laughs> one. One hot, hot lick. Whoa. As I run my tongue over the ice covering Sophie's mouth, my tongue gets stuck. Huck. Fuck. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Should have seen that coming. Amazing. <laughs> I take my hands and press them gently all over Sophie's frozen face, stroking softly over and over again, willing and begging for the ice to melt. I'm almost there as I feel her chilly eyelids quiver under my thumbs. She opens her eyes to see us face to face. She doesn't look surprised. She always knew I'd come back for her. <laughs> I keep caressing her face with my palms, melting the rest of the ice. My tongue starts feeling warmer and warmer, and I start feeling gentle stabs at the end of it. It's Sophie's tongue. She's trying to melt the ice from within. <laughs> Yeah, 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 Are you following? I'm following, I'm following, I'm following the logic of what's going on. the mechanics of this. Yeah, 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 I get it, I get it. My body, my body pulsates with electricity each time I feel a gentle, warm stab on my tongue. Just one more stab and my tongue is released from the ice. As I pull away, we both take loud, deep breaths, but I can't help myself and go right back in to kiss her. Our lips press against each other, and her cold mouth welcomes in my hot tongue. I great. can't even look at you right now. I'm, <laughs> I'm enjoying I'm. <laughs> I can't even look at you. Thin cracks extend in spider webs through the remaining ice. She kisses me back with an insatiable thirst. I need to save her. I need to hold her. I lick her entire body if I have. Oh my God. Thank you very much. That was <laughs> incredible. I hope you liked it. I love you so much. Oh, can I have that? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> this is a, a blank piece that just says, say what you feel. <laughs> wow. What should we call it? I'm going to call it something like melt something. Oh, mel yeah. uh, meltdown. 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 Perfect. It's called Meltdown. This is an incredible... <laughs> oh my God. I feel like what I love is that there's an excuse for why the sex is happening. <laughs> like there's a plausible deniability about like, I have to save her. The only way <laughs> the to... The guards are coming. The guards are coming in the most time efficient way is to lick her face <laughs> through a block of ice. <laughs> oh, but it's so noble. It is. I had to save oh you. Oh my God. And if by save, through saving you, if the only way to save you is to make love to you, I'd do it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. God forbid Sophie freezes to death. <laughs> fuck, fuck. I also like how you penetrated this, I'm going to call it a space station, spaceship. Yeah, we're in a space station. It was, uh, yeah, it was very, when you found the thin seam on the wall, I was like, I'm getting turned on by the interior decoration of this, of this <laughs> shit. Wow. Look, I've never written anything like that before, this so is I incredible. apologize. It's firstly, so well written. Stop. I know you don't need to, I didn't mean to tell you that. There was a thesaurus.com tab open throughout the writing process. Whoa. I would love you to enter my giant dimly lit warehouse. <laughs> my freezing cold warehouse. <laughs> my guardianship. Covered in servers. <laughs> I'm still really scared to look at you. I feel like our friendship has changed. That being said, do you think we can pitch this as a film? <laughs> I, I think we'd, we, we definitely should pitch this to absolutely everybody. <laughs> oh God, I love Dirty Talk. 
I don't ever stop talking. Yeah. yeah I no. stop talking continue. I I talk continuously throughout sex. If anything, that's the ick that I give people. It's I'm talking constantly to... talking. I'm either what, dirty do you talking. Do talk about the sex or do you talk around the sex? First of all, it's like, what are we doing? Then I narrate it like a oh, nature what, documentary. You... I'm like, this is what's happening. <laughs> then I'm like, what, you're going down on me. You're going down yeah, on me. You're going down on me. Yeah, or like, oh. I like it. I got it. <laughs> yeah. So it's what's about Ooh. to happen. What do you want to happen? Do would you like that to happen? Is this okay? I'm always checking in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm always checking in. Okay. Even if you've been having sex with someone a while. Yeah, you always want to check in. I'm checking in. I'm saying what I want. I'm asking them what they want. But if I'm saying that I'm having a nice time, but if all else fails, I'm literally just describing what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> like a scribe, like a court, what are they called? A, a, a st stenographer. stenographer. Okay, yeah, I'm cool. like a stenographer, but, uh, but audio. Like audio I'm doing a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing an audio description of what's going on. I love that. Yeah. I think one of my ex is whatever I just described. <laughs> is whatever you <laughs> describe. I think one of my ex is having sex in total darkness. Ooh, like, okay. This isn't a panic room. This is a bedroom. Okay, there you want to see? There should be shadows. There should be lighting. I should be able to see stuff. Okay, I like that. And also it kind of like gives, I mean, like in a way, maybe it's kind of like futuristic, like where are we? <laughs> <laughs> but I like, I think it's giving shame. I want to be able to see someone. Yeah. If someone was like, now that, get a nightlight. Yeah. Get a, get a candle. I Total completely, darkness. completely understand. I think sex gets better with age and that is because people get less self-conscious. And I think mm. self-consciousness is, is the enemy of sex. Just, I think bad kissing in an adult is a oh an that's that's embarrassing. It but it's also sort of confusing because I only kiss now like class A world tier hotties, <laughs> and so I kissed this person I would say two years ago who was so hot, like unbelievably attractive. I was like, yes, uh, we're gonna kiss. It's gonna be amazing, and we did after a festival on a dance floor, and I was like, wow, how did this? Happen. Hot people don't need to develop skills. They have everything handed to them. So no one is ever going to tell a hot person they're a bad at kissing, and they're or they're never going to process it if they they do. Because you never told them they're a bad kisser, did you? No. There you go. No, I did not. Hot people are actually um, persecuted and marginalized <laughs> because no one will ever tell them the truth. I so they're yeah. stumbling about being terrible kissers, terrible cooks, bad at their jobs, having everything handed to them. Poor, 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 hot poor, people. Hot people. poor hot people. <laughs> I don't know whether to break it to you at this at this stage, but I do not actually have sex with you in my fic. I guess we never have sex in mine we, either. All we do is kiss and maybe I just caress your entire body. You maybe no. just caress my entire body. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I want I want the oh, fic no. to speak for itself. Oh no. Um, <laughs> it's so much longer. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my Lord. Okay. This story is is entitled The Girl with the Prawn Tattoo. <laughs> okay. She's dangerous. Ezra paused for effect, peering at the small group of young men who had responded to his 6am Slack invite. They were all reclining on Doctor Who beanbags in the darkness of Ezra's manly man cave, aka Ezra's mother's basement. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't seem bothered. Big Chris tugged at his goatee. Little Chris adjusted his fedora and sipped the homemade lemonade Ezra's mother had made. <laughs> the Batman was wearing sunglasses indoors, as usual, but Ezra was pretty sure he was asleep. <laughs> Are you dweebs even listening to me? <laughs> Ezra dragged... 
I love it. Little Chris, fedora, sunglasses. Ezra jabbed his thumb on the clicker and the projector flickered into life, casting a larger-than-life image of an ethnic German, ethnic Russian, British stand-up comedian onto the projector screen. The infamous Olga Alfred's car. So in this fantasy, I'm me. In this fantasy, you're you. Okay. Yeah. Olga looks like Grimes and Gillian Anderson made a Nepo baby. <laughs> she was crazy hot. Daddy issues hot. Like, maybe your current therapist is actually enabling your behavior hot. <laughs> the boys all whistled in unison, harmonizing like the family Von Trapp. <laughs> oh my God. The tapestry of cultural references already it's in this. It's too much. <laughs> it's too much. It's too long. Um, also, I should be doing American. Do you want the accents or do you yeah, want Yeah, of course okay. I want the fucking American accent. Okay, fine. I, I think two of them are. the American accent. American permission to Permission to stroke my shaft. Oh. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Wait, so this is a basement full of incels who are looking at pictures of me. Yes. Okay. A so, scene that I assume is being played out in basement. Yeah, when does the fiction part come in? <laughs> <laughs> Fan documentary? <laughs> um, uh, permission denied. Ezra snapped. <laughs> this is an emergency. We need to remain focused. But she's a redhead, big Chris moaned. That's so fucking hot. <laughs> is it natural? Asked the Batman, uh, gazing at Olga's hair, the color of a freshly opened baked beans can. <laughs> Obviously. I'm switching back because there's too many voices. Okay, to do. fair. Obviously, Ezra snarled. Come on, she's a millennial bisexual feminist. But that hair, panted Big Chris, his little Chris already straining behind his jeans. The hair Wait, proves- so there's a little Chris and then there's little Big Chris's little Chris, which is his penis. Which is his penis. Not to confuse the Not two to confuse them. the little so Chris. So little Chris has his own little Chris. Little Chris has his own little Chris, the littlest Chris. <laughs> <laughs> the hair proves that she's not like other girls. <laughs> At this magic phrase, all four men immediately got harder than Chinese algebra. <laughs> Even Ezra, who had thought he'd be desensitized to Olga's charms. After all, he'd spent the last six hours before the meeting wanking furiously to the vinyl of Olga's 2019 Edinburgh show, <laughs> if slash there. <laughs> um, uh, the knowledge of my Uber <laughs> that this fan fiction displays. Permission to stroke, the Batman croaked. Ezra cut him off. Bros, I told you she was dangerous. Initiate circle jerk. <laughs> Batman sighed with relief as Ezra dropped to the carpet and all four men scooched into a circle. Circle jerk was something they'd invented that time little Chris's hot neighbor had washed her car in a thin white t-shirt. The no homo circle jerk was the only way to keep every member of the society safe and focused while discussing babely delights. <laughs> they sat in a circle. Hieronymus <laughs> Bosch's garden of babely delights. <laughs> They sat in a circle and each member tended to another member's twitching member until they'd pumped each other bone dry. <laughs> Tell me more about Olga, little Chris moaned. His best friend gripped his swollen penis in manly solidarity. <laughs> yeah, what do we know about her other than the fact that she has the perfect body, drooled the Batman. <laughs> he was bucking his hips against Big Chris's can, but in a definitely not gay way. <laughs> Whoa, I thought you liked big tits, Big Chris said accusingly. Whoa! Whoa, rude from Big Chris. He liked keeping track of exactly what kind of thing got the others off sexually in a way that was pretty normal for a red-blooded heterosexual guy. <laughs> they all gazed at Olga's tiny titties. <laughs> two perfect scoops of gelato on a sexy red-headed sundae. <laughs> I should have edited this down. No, no, you shouldn't have. <laughs> she knows about computers, Ezra interjected, and not in like a manic pixie dream girl way where she owns a Nintendo Switch. She actually studied computer science. 
Ezra felt the bulls. This is what I actually think people say about me. (laughs) (laughs) I assume. Ezra felt the skin on his bulls contract as he mentioned Olga's degree. Just talking about how accomplished she was made him want to squirty over her qwerty. (laughs) Oh, that is inspired. Wow. Yeah, I'm just remembering that I wrote this. Um, (laughs) She loves STEM. Ezra continued. STEM? Little Chris piped up. His tiny chode stood hopefully to attention like Oliver Twist in the queue for gruel. <laughs> Does that stand for stiff, turgid, erect members? <laughs> yeah. Big Chris shushed him dismissively. You know it does. <laughs> Ezra kicked through to the next slide. It was an embedded clip of Olga singing, I love fucking boys, not men. Is she American? The Batman asked. No, Ezra responded. She just sounds American for no reason. <laughs> At this, Big Chris was so overcome with lust that he started sucking the Batman's dick like it was a round tree's fruit pastel lolly. Fuck yes! <laughs> yes, he did. I want to be so hot and men have gay sex over me. <laughs> I knew this is what you would want. Ezra, pre- Ezra pressed the clicker like it was his ex-girlfriend's clip with way more force than was necessary or appropriate. <laughs> she went to NYU and Oxford. Little Chris buried his face in Big Chris's ass crack and dunked his tongue in and out of his classmate's meaty hole. She's so employable. (laughs) You see her dressed like a wizard in the second photo, Ezra asked. That's an Oxford tradition. It's called subfusk. (laughs) I want to subfusk Olga, the Batman yelled. (laughs) I want to cream her dreaming spires with my cock. (laughs) No one was attending to Ezra, but he jammed a vibrating fleshlight on his peen and kept going. Oh my God. Oh my God. Speaking of employability, shall we see her footsie 100? You don't mean, gasped Batman, the only other incel with his mouth still unoccupied. Ezra clicked. Up came the footsie 100. 50 photos of Olga Cox's cute little feet. 100 feet, 500 toes, four granite erections. <laughs> okay, I need that as a tattoo. <laughs> I need that as a tattoo. Granite Granite, ere- granite erections. Oh, granite erection. Her official wiki feet rating, Ezra announced through gritted teeth, is nice feet. Four out of a possible five stars. No, don't bring that up, actually. The only woman with five out of five, the Batman grunted, is Barbie. (laughs) Ezra looked his homie deep in the eyes. Normally, bros didn't make eye contact during Circle Jerk, but nearing climax, he felt bold. He wanted to pump his protein shake into the fleshlight while his friends fucked to his PowerPoint presentation of the award-winning comedian Olga Cox. (laughs) Oh my God, (sighs) every single one of those sentences. (laughs) Every single one of those sentences. The clicker slipped out of his now sweaty hands and bounced on the floor. The last slide of the PowerPoint presentation popped up. A close-up on Olga's right ankle. A curled-up little crustacean they hadn't noticed before. This was the final straw. Is that for us? Little Chris whined and locked his lips like a poodle in a hot car. Can you, can, can you see? You can also see that you're very flexible. <laughs> Why else would she get a tattoo? Big Chris demanded. Male attention. All four men were now beating off harder than they ever had in their lives. Their petite to smaller than average dicks, just like she likes them, drawn upward towards the projector screen like early iPods tucked towards heaven by an invisible magnet. <laughs> <laughs> the visuals. Olga's cuticles, her shiny nails, that fucking horny prawn. Ezra could feel his orgasm swelling up in his belly like gas after a plate of bacon-covered Brussels sprouts. I know you just said Brussels sprouts, but I'm a little turned on. He knew his brothers were ready to pop too. (laughs) I'm coming for you, Olga, someone yelled. It might even have been him. I'm homecoming! (laughs) That's so sweet! Oh my god, that's the cutest thing I've ever heard 
Homecoming is a show that I had. Oh, yeah. That's so sweet. I feel like it ended up being more like an homage to you. I feel like I kept you pure. Kind of? That's really nice. Well, yeah, I'm not doing anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm just achieving. You're just achieving. (laughs) That's so respectful. Yeah, it's very respectful. I really hope a bunch of men are having gay sex to me. They definitely are. I really hope That's the only reason any woman does comedy. (laughs) I want to enable gay sex. Yeah, I really hope so. I feel loved by you. Because it just feels like it, it just d- demonstrates so much sort of knowledge of me. And I feel very warm and fuzzy and a little turned on. When, when, especially the line where he felt his orgasm starting in his belly. I was like, I know this is a joke and I know that this is supposed to be silly, but I think that's hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Time to get out the York notes because these two are about to get analytical. You're on a podium, on a pedestal. Yeah, I'm literally on a podium. Like, psychologically, we really, like... You were, like, on a shine... I mean, you were in, like, a in a basement. But you were at, like, a... You were I at was the, on a PowerPoint. You are on a PowerPoint. You were shining out, like, light from heaven onto oh these poor incels. Spooky. You were powering a space station. I was powering a space station. You were powering a, a four-way orgy. <laughs> Between four little boys. Between four friends. I don't little think they're literally brothers. I should just make that clear. I think they're oh, just bummer. Yeah. <laughs> bummer. You, we're never gonna We're never going to come back from this, Sophie. No, we, we we never will. Our friendship will be divided in before yeah. and after Write I Me know. Dirty. Well, that was uh, out of this world. Sadly, we have to go thaw this thin cell outside of this huge, huge block of ice. Grab your hair dryer. Let's freaking go. I'm going manual, baby. You've been listening to Write Me Dirty this week with Olga Koch and Sophie Duker. And next week... The, the Berlin, Berlin Wall? Which has fallen. I wasn't doing it pre-1989. It was produced and narrated by Jemima Rathbone. Assistant producer is Maya Adelia. Videographer is Jamie Gilbert. Original theme written and performed by Snack Tracks. Format developed by Jamie Lang and Jemima Rathbone. Write Me Dirty is a jam pop production. <laughs> <laughs>